Hey guys, and welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, where I interview the absolute best health and wellness practitioners from across the globe to show you what they do so you can do it too. This is because, like you, I did not always feel that health was easy. I had tried different diets, exercise plans, but often felt misled by an industry that really thrives on you not getting healthy and always spending money on the next new thing. Because of this, I'm getting bare naked on health and pulling back the curtain to show you that being truly healthy is simple. Wherever you are in your health journey, I want to show you that with minimal effort, you can get maximum results and do what you love. Play with your kids, go for a hike, and crush it in your business all while feeling great. To give a kickstart, I encourage you to go over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com to access my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call so we can discuss what is your biggest struggle when it comes to maintaining your health. Remember that I'm a holistic lifestyle coach and that the show is really sponsored by you guys. Each of you that works with me that I am able to take on as a client helps me to be able to keep putting out these podcasts for free. So I just want to thank you, each of you, for your love and support. Hey guys, I'm your host, Nick Horowski, and welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, episode number 114. In today's episode, I interview founder of Vasper, Peter Vasowski, and head of his research team, Chloe Wernicke. Be sure to stick around for the end of the show to learn about the performance, recovery, and health implications all associated with Vasper training. Alrighty, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Bare Naked Health Podcast. And on the line today, I have Chloe Wernicke and Peter Wasowski uh, of Vasper. Uh, if you guys want to kind of take the reins there, share with everybody a little bit more about what Vasper is and uh, what it's all about, really, that'd be great. Great. Well, Vasper is a, a specific type of health technology that uh, allows you it's basically a force multiplier of, of exercise. So any doctor will tell you that exercise is the best form of medicine. And if we look at our country, about 20% of the population owns gym membership. And, uh, and two-thirds of those people just pay the money and never show up. Uh, so less than 5% actually do show up once in a while. And from that group, less than 1% does beneficial exercise, and that is CrossFit, P90X, Insanity, intense exercise that actually produces health results, but it also goes with sometimes significant risk of injury because those those exercises are, you know, involve pretty intense activity that many people don't want to or are not able to perform. So, <clears throat> Vasper is a biomimicry type technology, biomimicry means imitating nature, and we imitate the physiology that we organically see in a young child. So whenever you see a four, five, six-year-old, you don't see those people walking, they're always going full speed ahead, and if you were to look inside their quads muscle, their upper legs, you would see a significant concentration of lactic acid. The lactic acid, of course, is a byproduct as you're using up the muscle tissue and causing small tears in the muscle tissue that the body needs to rebuild. 
So <clears throat> the reason the concentration of lactic acid is high in a child is because children are small, their legs are short, the muscles are short, and they use up those muscles very, very quickly throughout the whole day. So that translates to <clears throat> high concentration of lactic acid, and the higher the concentration of lactic acid, the stronger the feedback to the brain, specifically to the pituitary gland, which is responsible for producing the growth hormone. It is also responsible of sending the signal that activates production of other hormones as well. And the pituitary gland then goes into high gear trying to produce more growth hormone to rebuild those muscles back to pre-exercise condition. So <clears throat> children already have a high level of growth hormone because they're growing and they're boosting those hormone levels by being very active. And this, uh, you know, of course they do that when they run around all day, of course they sleep very well at night. At night between the third and fourth stage of, no, I'm sorry, second and third stage of sleep, the pituitary gland produces second half, 50% of the daily hormone levels. And this is why when a child like this wakes up in the morning, they don't ask you for coffee. They're full of energy. <laughs> You know, they, uh, <clears throat> they run around all day and do it all over again the next day. And also, a, a child at this age, if they have a meniscus tear, ligament tear, or some type of injury, and you take them to a physician and the diagnosis is made, there's really no need for that doctor to perform any procedures or surgeries because that child is going to regenerate very quickly on his own. So we are very resilient from the time we're born to the time we go through puberty. And once you go through puberty, of course, your height is, you're closer to your adult height, which means that your natural hormone production is slowing down. At the same time, you have more real estate in those legs because you're taller, so you can no longer concentrate lactic acid at those levels. And then, of course, you don't have time to run around all day. You have other things on your schedule. So that translates to a reduction of natural hormone productions. You know, there's a significant drop every 10 years. And uh, as your hormone levels drop, of course, we, uh, we see decrease in muscle strength, uh, decrease in bone density, in osteoporosis, a lot of aches and pains that don't, you know, I sort of don't heal or takes very, very long to heal. And if you go to a medical professional and they check you out and they check your hormone levels, they said, well, guess what? You're getting old. This is just normal part of aging. But the truth is that our hormones don't decline because we age. We age because our hormones decline. And thank you for saying that because I think that's such an important factor that I, I, I'm a physical therapist and Every day in the clinic, I still hear people saying, oh, I'm just getting older. It's a normal process. And I say, you have to be careful. It's between using normal and common because they're very distinct factors there. Exactly. exactly. So, so vascular technology is designed to concentrate lactic acid in an adult muscle in a way that organically happens in a child. So we do that by applying compression to the upper legs and upper arms, quads and biceps. And 
when we apply the compression, we basically slow down the peripheral venous return. The small veins that remove the lactic acid from the muscle tissue are slightly compressed. And therefore, with interval exercise protocol, we can concentrate massive amounts of lactate, lactate in the muscle tissue and generate a very similar feedback to the pituitary gland that you did when you were four, five, six, seven years old. So we do that without breaking down the muscle tissue because the compression we use is uh, low compression. The default compression on the legs is 65 millimeters of mercury. Uh, it's 40 millimeters of mercury on the arms. So as you go through this 20 minute protocol, you're basically hacking your brain into thinking that you just did two sessions of CrossFit and then run up a 2,000 foot mountain. While you're sitting on a chair doing a very low impact exercise. So that's the very first uh, principle behind VASPR, is uh, basically a force multiplier where we, bas we give you a benefit of two hours of intense exercise in a 20 minute low impact session. So the oldest person we have on VASPR is 97 years old. The youngest is nine years old, and then we have Navy SEALs, professional athletes, astronauts, everybody else in the middle. So the, that this technology actually can be applied to give you a CrossFit-type benefits to anybody that can move. The second very important uh, factor to consider here is the temperature control. So normally when we exercise, we sweat. That's just a normal process of cooling the body. And in order for us to sweat, there's a lot of blood that needs to come up to the surface of the skin and push the sweat through the pores. Of course, the skin is the largest organ in your body, has about six and a half million pores. And each one of us has a very finite amount of blood on board, which happens to be about 8% of your body weight. So if you're looking at a 100-pound person, there's eight pounds of blood in there. And if that person is exercising at a high intensity, significant amount of that blood is at the skin level, which means you don't have enough blood at the muscle level to remove the lactic acid. So this is why you have delayed onset of muscle soreness because a lot of that blood is sweating for you, not enough blood there to remove the lactate so that muscle has to take you know, a day or two sometimes to uh, process that extra lactate out of your body. But more importantly, what what happens is that as your core body temperature goes up, of course your blood temperature goes up as well. And blood, as we know, is mostly water. So imagine what happens when you put a water on a stove and you start heating it. You can see the steam coming off of it and basically the oxygen is leaving the water. So the same thing happens on a different scale in the bloodstream. So as your blood temperature goes up, of course the, the blood oxygen levels change and your blood oxygenation curve goes south where we have less and less blood oxygen in the blood and eventually as the, as you continue sweating and exercising you hit this point of VO2 max you can no longer metabolize oxygen and in athletes terms you sort of hit the wall you can no longer perform. So <clears throat> we address that issue with Vasper by cooling your back, cooling the back of your pelvis, cooling the compression areas with water. So the compression and cooling is done with water, with cool water on uh, upper legs and upper arms. 
And you're also barefoot, and we actually cool your feet as well. And uh, we all know that when we sleep under a hot blanket and we're too hot, what do we do? You stick your foot out. So your feet are your thermostats and radiators at the same time. So the whole idea with Vasper is to make sure we don't want to cool you during the exercise, but we don't want your core body temperature from going up. We want it to be in a normal range, which means that all of the blood flow is at the muscle level, so you, your, all of the lactic acid gets removed and you have absolutely zero delayed onset of muscle soreness. But more importantly, blood oxygen levels are higher, which means your VO2 max gets extended, you have much more energy. So those are the two uh, main, very most important principles behind the technology. And then, of course, uh, a very critical part of it is the software. So the software is designed to precisely adjust the protocol for a 97-year-old or a Navy SEAL uh, or a child. So it's not like one size fits all. When you go to a gym and they give you a piece of paper and says you do so many weights and you know half an hour on a treadmill, whatever it is, and everybody does the same thing. We actually fine-tune the protocol to each individual person. It doesn't matter what age they are, how big they are. We wanted to give that in each individual person maximum benefit. And the maximum benefit means that they get maximum burn in the muscle tissue, which means concentration of the lactate at minimum effort. So the Vasper mantra is maximum burn, minimum effort, which is a difficult concept. It's counterintuitive concept when you talk to athletes because the whole idea with athletes is more pain, more gain. Or here, less pain, more gain. So this is why when people come to visit us here, we give them three sessions at zero cost. We want to introduce them to the technology because this is totally out of the box. People don't get it. So the only way to get it is to try it. So we give them three sessions for free, and then, of course, uh, if they want more than that, they sign up and pay. So we've been accused of working like drug dealers because they get addicted. <laughs> <laughs> then, they have to, then they have to pay. So... Um, so this is sort of my part of the of the intro. The next part uh, I will turn over to Chloe. She is the chief scientist at Vasper, a very very smart young woman who uh, who can explain the science in a very articulate way. So take it off. Excellent. So. Please let, let's hear a little bit more, please, Chloe. And did you have any questions about you know the technology components or how that works? I mean, I yes, uh, I certainly have questions. Like one of my questions actually uh, then really comes down to okay, talking about like this is nine to ninety-seven year olds, right? But mm -hmm. NASA Navy SEALs like, and it's not only the working out component, but I mean this can be used as a very restorative component, and I think that's one of the things that I'm interested in. Um, with the population that I deal with, but also for myself. I mean, like I compete in strongman events. Like I love doing that, but I'm intrigued by how does, how does it really come together to not only do, uh, the, the heavy workout, but also how you get that recovery. Um, or how is it almost, I guess, more integrated with, uh, other people's workout regimens? 
Yeah, absolutely. And funnily enough, when you mentioned the high elite category, the Navy SEALs, our professional athletes, our Olympic athletes, they tend to use our device for recovery because they have plenty of very good people telling them how to get bigger <laughs> muscles and to get better at whatever specific sport activity that they're doing. But it is the recovery that they tend to struggle with. Um, I've never met an elite athlete that doesn't overtrain or an elite warrior either. They all, you know, tend to do way too much. Yeah, for and sure. So There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, and our piece of the puzzle is coming in and providing especially that hormonal recovery without the muscle damage, without the joint loading, without that add and further load to their training volume that, um, you know, they can see even with, you know, lighter activities, you know, uh, you're not going to get the endorphin boost. You're not going to get these anabolic benefits, especially the growth hormone response out of something like a recovery yoga session. And so this is a way to, you know, access those hormones that are specifically for recovering your body when you've done an intensive workout that your brain assumes has done some actual damage, you know, some actual tissue damage. Exactly, yeah. And gaining those results at a level where you're not actually damaging the tissue. So that difference is what provides you with these benefits, um, you know, while keeping the brain in control. This is not doping. You're not going to see overshoots and undershoots in your hormonal level. You're not going to start to get off kilter with your uh, cycle. It's it's a way to, to just send that strong exercise feeling without the cost. Um, one of the other things then too is how like I, I'm just curious like how they're using it a lot of times with their workouts. Is it, is this something they would do? Uh, immediately following a workout or maybe on opposite days? Like, are there, are there common protocols or what's how's that really being used? Yeah, absolutely. So there are some commonalities, though they tend to be grouped by, you know, what their goals are absolutely. in exercise. So, for example, in our rehab, um, you know, section, those patients who are coming in either for short-term kind of like orthopedic injury rehab or for some, you know, serious long-term rehab with something like MS or Parkinson's. Yes. Because they are at that point not able to do intensive exercise, we will typically see them doing VASPR almost every day of the week. And that's because their other exercise that they are able to do tends to be, you know, PT-based, not very strenuous, and again, not, you know, gaining those hormonal benefits and the benefits of anaerobic exercise. Now, in an orthopedic injury case, as they, you know, go through their rehab and start to gain back some of those, you know, whatever sport or, you know, exercise that they love to do, typically, you know, then they'll start a balance. Maybe Vasper will be their off day. Maybe they'll pair it with, you know, their weight training or their yoga day. Um, a lot of our athletes do use Vasper as well for tapering. So as you're trying to deload your yeah, volume, I hadn't even thought about that. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Especially in the high volume sports like triathlons, Ironman triathlons, because there's so much training involved and so much volume necessary, you um, you know, having something that can cut out some of that training volume without having you lose any 
of your hard-earned um, speed is is very important to them. And then on the flip side, you know, when we're talking about recovery with elites, we have a professional hockey team that uses this the night before games because the lactic acid concentration and then release can help solve delayed onset muscle soreness and, you know, as well get them a really good night's sleep that game so that they're they're fresh legged which is important in hockey and um you know ready to perform at their optimal whereas some other athletes we have a professional baseball team that uses it for their pitchers if any pitcher that's pitched in a game has to do vasper after the game so again trying to head off some of that inflammation and pain that happens from repeated pitching so I'm curious, and just because I am in the physical therapy setting, like I, I know this is being used all around the country. I mean, I was checking out everything on the website, and there are lots of places using it. But do you see it more and more, like in physical therapy clinics? Are they starting to implement that uh, use as well? Well, yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of the cool thing about the Vasper technology. I come from a rehab background as well in Division One football, and so I love seeing it implemented in that way. And of course. Uh, being able to solve some of the plateau problems in rehab, you know, being able to speed up, especially some of the slow muscle building time that that is so often devoted in in or not even the muscle, more like uh, the the collagen responses the, the for the 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 your knee, your uh, Achilles tendon. I mean, like all these things. That's where I'm really intrigued too, because of um, just the hormonal response of it too. Absolutely relaxing as well, you know, increasing the elasticity of any type of tissues that haven't been used in a while. Um, but the cool thing is um, that that the diverse benefits of Vasper can be used um, used at these different levels and at these different points in you know your goals and your rehab process and your life, and it, it's complemented then by that accessibility. And the ability for you to adjust your programs based on how you're feeling that day, how you're feeling that week, or, you know, if you are dealing with that nagging injury or, you know, had an incident. Um, and so that's that's why we have such a broad profile. And we're not seeking to, um, you know, focus on any one section of the market um, because we really see this as a technology that can start to change people's ideas about what is possible with exercise and to kind of bring back this aspect of the hormonal benefits of exercise and exercise as as a legitimate form of, of medicine and a necessary form <laughs> um, in your life and that doesn't mean you have to you know start injuring yourself in heavyweight you know sessions this can be done in other ways right on right, right on, on. Uh, Chloe, I know you had uh, a bit more that you wanted to talk about. If you want to dive in that, I mean, I always have more questions, but I, I want you to be able to share uh, a little bit more then too, please. Yeah. Let's talk about the science real quick. Excellent. Yeah. Let's dive into this too. So as a chief scientist, you know, my job at Vasper is not only to look into our uh, clinical research and start up our clinical studies, which we have about uh, 15 in the US and um, in Europe as well right now. And again, just like our locations are diverse, our, our research studies range from everything from post-concussive syndrome work, work with uh, TBI and psychological health in military and veterans, 
uh, work with, you know, the high performance market, working on increasing VO2 max, working on, you know, these, these strength measures, uh, even some interesting implications for visual acuity measures. Um, and then also, yeah, dealing with just, just things that a lot of people deal with, like diabetes, um, you know, just regular weight management program, elderly falls programs. And also, you know, keeping on top, this is a relatively new technology, and the mechanistic background science is still being investigated. We still don't know all of the things, uh, you know, that exercise can do for your body. It's, it's, and we're and, never going to know. I don't think, I think it's going to be one of those. We're going to continually be amazed by it all. It's an ongoing process. Um, and so... You know, one of the aspects of this using compression and cooling is that mechanistically how they work is multiple modes of making your exercise more efficient. And so this is not, um, like Peter was mentioning in general, the lactic acid signal is the most strong signal to the brain for intensive exercise. But it's not just the concentration of the lactic acid, it's concentration in general. So we're looking at metabolite sensors within the cell, we're looking at volumetric sensors in the cell, we're looking at that pH dropping, we're looking at the cooling increasing that blood oxygen level, decreasing inflammatory effects, um, you know, and then also the endorphins and the growth hormone, which have wide-ranging effects that, that we're just figuring out right now. So what are some of the biggest things that you're seeing in the research that you're just really most excited about? I think the most, the most uh, significant immediate result that people find with VASPR is sleep. They find an increase in the quality of their sleep. And that has to do, I don't know if you're familiar with growth hormone and, and cortisol and how those two, basically growth hormone being kind of this rejuvenating hormone that helps you get into that stage four REM sleep, that deep part of sleep that, that is your most efficient and, and necessary part of sleep. And then cortisol, the stress hormone, which tends to raise you out of intensive sleep and especially in um, our military populations we've seen incredibly high cortisol levels due to stress which which further impacts issues with with sleep and wellness um, and the thing is with intensive exercise you conventional intensive exercise you can get absolutely increases in growth hormone but you also get an increase in cortisol because cortisol is an inflammatory response that comes from those muscle fibers getting torn. But with Vasper, because we're not doing that damage, you can increase your growth hormone and decrease your cortisol. So and that's, so, I'm curious about that because that's where I'm a little, I always think of, okay, you still should have a big cortisol spike uh, following a workout, something like that. So is that really just not seen in the blood markers? Uh, like, okay, you do your Vasper uh, protocol, like, and then do the blood work. Are they, are they doing that testing right after, or even like saliva testing? Like, how is that? Uh, what are you seeing in those markers then? Yeah. Um, I have, I have three pilot hormone studies in the little presentation and, um, you can see that, um, average, growth hormone increases, cortisol decreases and increases in testosterone. 
Now, on an individual basis, these levels have a lot to do with where you are when you start. Because, again, we're not doping. We're letting the brain stay in control. So if you got a, a healthy 15-year-old, um, you know, college-bound athlete on the machine, he should not have a large hormonal response. Because as a healthy 15-year-old, you know, vitally uh, active uh, person, he should not need any more hormones. However, when you look at, for example, our military populations, um, we had a study where we saw a 69% decrease in their cortisol levels, which is very significant. And that, you know, isn't something that you would expect to see in a normal person without extremely high cortisol levels. But of course, for the military specifically, that's a very, very important aspect of why they find Vasper to be useful in their populations. So then it seems it's more of a regulator, I guess, than it is uh, like necessarily a booster or a suppressor. It's going to give, I, I think of it like adaptogens, like adaptogenic herbs, where it's giving uh, some of that same modulation through that too. Yeah, exactly. It's It really is just literal biomimicry. <laughs> you know, we, we are physically trapping those metabolites in your muscle. And that mechanical action is what's producing the response in your brain. Um, and, um, you know, we've done extensive testing hormonally to make sure that these levels are safe and that we're not seeing any long-term uh, disorder going on with hormone levels. Uh, one of the things, if you could touch on, because this is something I was checking out, and so these are actually grounding plates for the feet, right? Yes. Okay, can you expand upon that? Because, I mean, I've talked on the show with other people about just grounding and getting out in nature and doing it, but how is that done on the Vasper, and why is that such a critical part of this entire process? Fantastic, yes. So electrical grounding, for those of you who don't know, are, um, is a theory where due to our interaction with electronic devices and other you know, waveforms in our environment, we carry a small electrical charge on our body. Not something that you would notice um, usually, but running with wool socks across a carpet, you might get a shock from. And you know, this also has to do with the fact that we tend to wear insulating shoes and you know, uh, don't tend to walk outside barefoot and get that released off. And that charge can have a lot of implications, including, um, you know, inflammation response and pain response due to the, the charge that's internal in your body versus that charge that's external on the outside. And so our, our founder, Peter, actually created our machine when he was dealing with traumatic arthritis and prediabetes. And he had traumatic arthritis in both of his ankles. Um, and a lot of the grounding theory originally came out of looking at uh, issues with arthritis and, you know, inflammatory patterns with arthritis. And so he added on these grounding plates um, originally just for arthritis. But of course, as uh, I'm sure you've talked about before on your podcast, there are, are many benefits, including actually also sleep. And so we use two brass plates, which are grounded into the machine. Um, and because you exercise barefoot, um, you're actually, you know, fully grounded while you're on the machine. How does all that kind of come together? I'm curious with 
just the grounding aspect of it. Because when I always think of grounding, I'm thinking of uh, into the earth. Um, so if you could explain a little more like why the brass plates, I guess, uh, do that or how, how that mechanism works, please. Yeah. So insulated brass plates, brass that is not touching other forms of electricity, acts okay. similarly to uh, grounding in, in the earth. Um, because of the metal's properties, if it's not being charged, you are able to uh, send your maybe static charge on the surface of your skin into that metal. Um, and then that metal, if it's insulated and grounded, can then pass on that charge into the literal ground. I follow now. I follow. And I'm curious, do you do that? Uh, like, is that the same uh, on the hand grips too? Or are those like uh, taking, uh, are they monitoring stuff as you're going? Um, we, we do have hand grips with heart rate monitors, um, but our hand grips are, yeah, not currently grounded at this time. Um, the benefit of having the brass on the foot plates also, we actually cool the brass directly. And so that's what's cooling your feet. You're on these nice cold brass pedals rather than having um, water running through, which would interfere with the grounding aspect. Uh, and I'm glad you said uh, the cooling of the brass because then I'm curious, uh, is there a specific uh, temperature range that you guys are really focusing on? And uh, I'm guessing that's been played around with to, to, to find really what probably the optimal level is. Yes, absolutely. I love the question. So are you familiar with the product Game Ready? Uh, yeah, I've used them a couple of times. Yeah, so it's it's a compressive cooled sleeve that especially elite athletes and physical therapy center use in place of ice because science has, you know, there's been research done on the temperature of water and how that affects actual inflammation reduction and pain. And the issue with ice is it's too cold. So when you put it on the surface of your skin, your skin recognizes that as literally freezing and shunts blood away from the surface of your skin and pulls that blood away. And so you end up cooling like the very surface of your muscle tissues, but it doesn't penetrate because the blood is actively avoiding the cool. And so what we use, um, and this comes out of Game Ready because our founder Peter invented Game Ready before he invented Vasper and, and since sold the company is no longer involved. But um, this magical 47 degrees, which is what we keep our all the cooling at, so that includes the cooling in your arm cuffs and in the seat back and, and seat as well. Um, and that's that perfect temperature at which you can cool the blood directly through the capillaries. And so capillaries, the small network of blood vessels you might see on your palm or on, um, on your foot pads, are, are very good at shunting away because they want to protect your, your core body temperature. But they're also the most effective way to cool you. That's why you get palm sweaty flushed when you start to get warm. Um, and so um, by, by allowing these capillaries to actually that blood to come into contact with cold and not too cold, you're able to lower the core body temperature. And so we're able to actually cool the blood. And our purpose here is, is not like cryo. We're not seeking to freeze the fat away. We're seeking to avoid thermoregulation. So we're seeking to avoid the process of sweating because it's so energetically costly. 
most people don't realize this, but it's so energetically costly sweating that your muscles actually start to become oxygen starved because the blood has to leave the deep muscles and again go to those capillaries and and cool off, vent off that, that temperature. Now they've done some research at Stanford where they've compared active cooling during a workout to testosterone steroid dosing and have found comparable gains in performance between 10 weeks of testosterone dosing and 10 weeks of cool dosing. (laughs) And so, you know, again, this is another, you know, biohack, if you will. This is another direct way that we're influencing your performance. And basically what it is, is we're lowering your perceived exertion. Vasper seems easier because you're cool, because you're not having to avoid, lose all that energy sweating. And I often point out to the example of marathons. Of course, you're going to expect slower marathon times in Phoenix, Arizona, than Montreal, Canada. <laughs> you know, um, and you can see that in races. You can see those times move, um, and that's that's because of how costly sweating is. And I think that's where you even see, like, I, I, I think Boston marathons in March. I think. Uh, New York might be in the fall. Like they're all usually cooler times of year, at least in the U S um, because people are looking to get that absolute performance for, especially for the big races, really. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's also interestingly why triathletes have a better time coming out of cold, colder water when they swim. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't even thought about that too. So depending, yeah, where they're at or what time of year, you're going to see big differences in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things I want to get into uh, is there, or ask you about was diabetes. And I, I understand like some of the exercise benefits, but where are those hormonal benefits even coming into play? Uh, because, hey, that's what diabetes is. I mean, it's a hormonal problem. So where is that maybe uh, autoregulation or biomimicry happening for that as well? Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, as as I mentioned before, Peter um, had very serious prediabetes, and both of his parents um, had had very serious issues with diabetes at the end of their life. And so Peter created this machine in part to to avoid using medications for the indefinite for the rest of his life. And um, the reason why Vasper works so well with diabetes is because the paralog in the blood, the thing that we actually measure in the blood for growth hormone, um, because growth hormone is so transient, it, it appears and disappears, um, is called IGF-1, or insulin-like growth factor. So that tells you right there, it's very closely related to the glucose management and insulin systems of the body. And so growth hormone increases allows this insulin-like growth factor in the blood to increase, which helps glucose management happen at the blood level. And, um, of course, again, because diabetics often have issues with um, very intensive exercise because of energy expenditure and, and issues with glucose management, diabetic athletes have to just be very prepared and very careful about you know, their nutrition and how they expend their energy. 
uh, Vasper allows some of that to be taken out of the equation because it is a very moderate exercise. Um, you know, you're not burning calories like a two hour CrossFit session in the gym. Um, so you, you can help, you know, get diabetics, uh, at a state where their HbA1c has lowered that measure for glucose management in the blood. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and going off of that then too, uh, going back to actually the sleep, I just thought about something you were talking about with that. Is there to, to get the sleep benefits, is there, are there specific times of day that Vasper really works best, but it almost doesn't seem that it necessarily would. And I'm curious because you said like, you're not going to see those massive cortisol spikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. I love it because of course sleep is different for everybody. <laughs> and you know, the 24 hour biorhythm that controls your sleep and wake cycle, as well as your like alertness and sleepiness levels throughout your day is slightly different for everybody. And you probably know what it is for yourself intuitively, you know, when you like to work out, you know, whether you're a morning person or a night owl that, you know, that that's the best time for you. And you can see a difference with that on Vasper. So, General, just in general, people do find at any time of day that their sleep improves that night after they do their first Vasper session, just in general. But with people with significant sleep disorders, especially those coming off of uh, significantly long times on sleep meds, will try to align their biorhythm with the time they do Vasper. So, for example, if they find that they do not like working out late at night because they get too energized and have a hard time then falling asleep, we'll try doing it in the early morning. And we'll ask them questions about their biorhythm. You know, when do you usually find that you're sleepy? When do you usually eat? When do you usually find that your most productive work happens? So we can kind of direct the program. And then again, through the, you know, uh, software on the tablet, we can also customize the program itself. So for different people, different intensities work better. Elite athletes, because they're always overtrained, tend to have a much lower intensity for their level of ability. So the San Jose Sharks love to do the same program that I do regularly on Vasper. Actually, and you wouldn't share it because that was going to be one of my next questions for you was what is what do you use it for? Like how do you use Vasper for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, I... Just to give you a little bit of a background, I was a high school athlete, three-sport athlete who took terrible care of my body because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and, you know, resulted especially from basketball with some some heavy knee tendinitis uh, bilaterally, which is not a very serious issue, but is something that definitely affects your ability to enjoy your workouts. Um, and I found Vasper has completely eliminated my need for... I couldn't even tell you where my knee braces are right now, which makes me very happy. <laughs> and, um, you know, I also, I'm a big snowboarder and I love to backpack and hike. And um, both of those are, you know, long burn, uh, high lactic threshold activities. And so I tend to use Vasper as a, you know, as a part of my overall workout schedule so that I can see those increases in performance without overtraining like I did during high school. No, that's really cool. I, I, I love to hear just like how you guys are using because, hey, 
you, you're you're behind the science. You're behind like everything going into it. So I want to know what's going on with that. So that's great. Thank you. Um, yeah. Curious, just what is really on the future for Vasper right now? I mean, anything that you can either talk about or just things that are out there that you were just really excited that are, are really kind of coming out more and more? Of course, as the scientist, I'm most excited about our research work. We're doing some really exciting stuff um, to do with neurology, uh, neuroprotection, and neurogeneration uh, with our post-concussive and traumatic brain injury uh, studies. We're also looking at, um, you know, some veteran wellness studies that we're very dedicated to as a company since we came out of initially working with the military, primarily uh, serving that population and hopefully alleviating some of the strain that has been placed on uh, the psychological health services of the VA and of the military as, as guys transition uh, back into civilian life. Um and then, uh, you know, just as a company, we only started selling units about two years ago, two and a half years ago. This has been an incredibly long development process. Peter has been working on this for about 12 years. And, um, you know, that's where all those levels of cooling and specific changes to the protocols and the foot plates all come to, has, has come together. And so now we're really, you know, just for the first time as a company expanding to everyday people. And I think this aspect of, of normal people struggling, you know, without the knowledge and without the time in their day, without the, you know, ability to exert truly intensive exercise is a huge cost to health and wellness for, for uh, most people across America. And I really think, you know, introducing a technology like this can open their minds to, to how technology can help change, change your life and make it easier for you to, to do exercise and for you to gain those benefits in a way that won't necessarily mean you're back in your orthopedist office, you know, every other week. You're not in physical therapy indefinitely. Um, you know, it's a way for even those who aren't intensive athletes or who don't have a pa passion for working out to get regular intensive exercise. So are these still more just like clinical units or units where you have to go somewhere or are they starting to be made more available for home use then too? We have all those options available. So we do sell units directly. We also have a leasing program that allows, you know, smaller gyms or facilities to, to, to access the technology at a lower price point. And, um, you know, like I said, we're not at all seeking to pigeonhole ourselves as a company and only military or only elites. We really do care about the spectrum. And we think, you know, that's an important aspect of the technology that we need to serve. So it's, yeah, uh, on our locations page on our website, that's vasper.com slash locations. You can see that there are hospitals on there. There are gyms. There are high-performance facilities. There are PT clinics. Um, so, you know, that and everything in between. Right on, right on. I'll have to check out a little bit more of that, see uh, see, see what I can find around me. I, I know there were a few that were a little further away, a couple hours, uh, five, six hours away, but I'll have to dive into it a little bit more. Uh, Chloe, I'm curious, um, is there anything that you're currently just kind of geeking out on, like whether it's the technology side of this, whether it's the health side of this, uh, maybe it's for specifically Vasper or just in your own life as well? 
Yeah, I love it. I love it. I geek out all the time. But currently, <laughs> I'm most geeking out about uh, the neuroprotective aspect of lactate. Um, and so this, this lactate that you produce, lactic acid, when you, when you exercise conventionally and, um, you know, assisting that concentration with Vasper, has some very interesting applications for neuroprotection. Um, and it's, it's just recently come out of uh, UCSF has done some studies in the ICU department with uh, exogenous lactate delivery for traumatic brain injury patients. Um, and some of this mechanistic literature, we have one on our website from 2015, which, which deals with the mechanistic background. Um, but lactate can cross the blood-brain barrier without transport. And it can actually feed, you know, the, the neurons and, and the myelination of the neurons. And it can, can do that in a way that glucose is unable to because of glucose needing transporters, glute transporters, to get across that blood-brain barrier. And so we see some really amazing immediate relief of neurosymptoms from Vasper that are too quick to be explained by the uh, hormonal aspects because hormones, uh, you know, because of the delayed release and things tend to tend to take a more long view. Um, but this immediate response we think is from the concentration and release of such a, such a dense concentration of lactic acid and, um, you know, helping things like control with um, spasticity in MS, things like, uh, you know, relief of pain in fibromyalgia, things like, um, you know, help with control in Parkinson's, uh, you know, relief from neurodegenerative pain. Uh, we're seeing in, in that like 90 minute post-workout window, um, which is a, a signal as, as a scientist that, that something else is going on. And uh, this lactate mechanism, you know, hard science researchers are still very much trying to figure out why and how this helps us on the neuro side. And I really hope I can, uh, you know, continue and contribute to that research and, and find out what, what's going on with that lactate. That's wild because I, I hadn't heard from the lactate standpoint. I mean, I knew of, uh, I mean, ketones uh, are, are really big right now and really going um, either exogenous or by going very low carbohydrate on diets. I mean, but I hadn't heard of the lactate as being able to still really fuel uh, the, the nerve uh, brain, uh, especially as well. Yeah. And it's, you know, lactate gets such a bad rap in the exercise community. It really does. I think that's a great point to bring up. Sore. It makes you sore, and that, like, that's true. <laughs> you know that that's what makes it happen. Um, but because on Vasper, because you're artificially concentrating and then releasing, you're actually not having the lactic acid like stay in your muscles like you would during conventional exercise. You know, you're processing that lactic acid the whole time, so your body doesn't have this like boost to process that last little bit that's stuck in your muscles. But with Vasper, because your core hasn't processed any lactic acid while it's stuck in those cuffs, basically, when you release it, you're able, the flush response is very strong to clear out that high concentration. So you're able to, like, experience the benefits of lactate without the cost, you know, and without it staying, you know, deep in your muscle tissues and making you sore. Um, you know, so as a snowboarder, I... 
I love the burn now. We call it embracing the burn here. The burn is your friend. <laughs> because, you know, you start to realize that, you know, this substance has a purpose in the body. You know, there's a reason why we make this, you know, during intensive exercise. And, and those reasons are becoming more and more clear that this is part of that critical aspect of health with intensive exercise. Very cool. Very cool. Um, in closing, like one of the last questions I ask everybody who comes on the show is, who would you want to hear on this podcast? And what is it that you would either want to hear them talk about or like, what would you want to ask them specifically? Oh, that's such a good question. I would be, I would be very fascinated. Uh, we've just started some work with neurotransmitter testing and saliva testing. And I would, I would love to hear more about that. That's another area I'm geeking out on right now um, is the new ability for everyday people to start at home testing their neurotransmitter levels and what that really means, um, you know, for these type of everyday suggestions for health and wellness, um, you know, beyond the, the high-end medical spectrum. Um, but, you know impacts on your vitality and function in life of some of these levels that we don't typically get to see in everyday humans going about their lives. Uh, well, I'm going to have to look into that a little bit more, see, see what experts I can find and uh, hopefully uh, get to get to pick their brains on it as well. Uh, awesome. Chloe, in closing, uh, where, where can listeners find out more about this? Uh, where should they go to check out Vasper as well as like you said, hey, check out the locations, all of the above, please. Yes, um, most of our locations have uh, special options for first-time clients. Our headquarters is located at the NASA Ames Research Park in Mountain View, California, and we offer three free sessions for anyone who wants to come by and check out the technology. Otherwise, head over to our website, that's www.vasper.com, that's V-A-S-P-E-R, and that should have all your uh, questions about either how it works or what research we're doing or where you can find a location near you. Excellent, excellent. I'll make sure to get all this in the show notes. Everybody can check all of this out. Uh, head over, find, I think, biggest thing is, hey, find some Vasper in your area. Go go out, give it a shot, and really see how it works for you. But, Chloe, again, thank you. Uh, thank you to Peter so much. Uh, this has been uh, just awesome getting to chat and uh, learn all about this. So thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you so much. Take care. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to head over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com to check out the show notes for today's episode. While you're there, go to my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call so we can discuss what is your biggest struggle when it comes to maintaining your health. Remember that I'm a holistic lifestyle coach and the show is sponsored by you guys. Each of you that I work with helps me to be able to put out podcasts like this for free. So thanks again for your love and support. Finally, if the show has helped you out in any way, please head over to iTunes to give the Bare Naked Health Podcast a positive comment and five-star rating. This really goes a long way in getting the word out with how simple health can be and helping to share the podcast with others. So thank you.